ready or what? Yo, what up? This is Mikey Mike. This is Richie Rich. How you doing, man? What's going on? It's Reflective Perspective in the house. I'm Brian. We got Classic 562 in the house today. We got some we got some introspective to the Reflective Perspective in this guy. What up? What up? What up? Yo, what's good? What's good? Thank you for having me. How's your day going? Uh, Pretty good. Pretty good. Been busy all day. You know, had to make time to come down here. You guys live uh, way too far from me, so... Hey, hey, we're really close. This is freeway access. <laughs> Ain't no freeways close by. Yeah. If, you, if any of you people know about Whittier, you know that it's it fucking... Ain't no way to get here. <laughs> That's true. What's good with you guys? Just hanging out, listening to your album. Trying to figure out when can we get you down here. <sighs> and you graced us with your presence. What's up? You graced <laughs> us with your presence today. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah. I, you know what? Honestly, I've imagined it's probably been like a little bit of a long road. And I'm not saying that maybe you're at the level you want to be at, but just the difference in the level that you are at, probably due to the information age, probably helps a lot. But, like, you got to be pretty happy about just the recognition you get from people that respond back to you. Uh, yeah, it's cool. I just wish the younger generation uh, would uh, show the same respect as, uh, as my generation, like the people from the 90s, 2000s, you know. The younger generation are just on a different tip, so it's a little difficult uh you know reaching out to them and them feeling my music yeah because i i could i could understand that because like when i listen to your music like it's got like a 90s feel no matter what like it's got like a like a hood feel because you, you throw in like the oldies in the background like and most people can understand that but maybe it's only the mexicans that understand that to me like you know like gangsters and they might understand that shit, but like, let's say someone came out, like a Kanye West, he's using oldies. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Dre is using oldies, like, and they're twisting them a different way, and people are like, oh, shit. So you hear, like, a song, I think it's 21 Savage or something like that. He's got that oldie in the background, and then my girls, they're like, oh, turn it up, Dad. And so I put on the original, and I was like, you know, and they're like, this is stupid. Change this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You're going to get that feel from the younger generation because they're not going to know what's up with uh, there that I came up in or you. Yeah. You know, when I was young, I was my pops was playing oldies, you know, here and there. And I got to hear that type of music when I was young, you know, when I was a little kid. So that had an influence on me, like listening to that type of, you know, that yeah, music. And I, I feel like the younger generation today, like they don't listen to like they don't even want to hear the, the music that their parents are playing to understand like hey we got they they were listening to some stuff that has some rhythm has some soul like and that's where like everybody else gets their rhythm and soul so if everybody starts listening to garbage of course you're only going to promote and you're only going to make garbage yeah yeah i don't know nah, how you guys I feel, feel. no nah, i feel you on that you started with um pretty young right rapping 16 uh yeah 16 15 i was uh writing raps inside of my my bathroom at uh at the pad, I, would, I was kind of nervous, you know, letting people know what I did. So I kind of kept it to myself. But, <laughs> At 16, yeah. I wasn't writing raps in the bathroom. I was jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we all were, but uh, I mean, you know, I don't know how you found time to write. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, sure. You know what? Uh, 
I always made I made at least like 10, 15 minutes to, to write, you know, whether if it was one or two lines, I would what I used to do is I used to listen to my brother, my older brother, Mike, and uh, one of our good friends, his name was Gil, Gilbert Zermino. Uh, they used to rap in front of me when I was young and they used to uh, freestyle, just talk about the things that were in front of us. And it would trip me out when I'd watch them, you know, just rap about all these random things in front of us, whether it was a book, the bed, a bunk bed, or, you know, tennis shoes. And it just like caught my eye right away. So after that, when I when I heard them doing it, it uh, yeah, it, it kind of drew me to to making music and just rapping. So yeah. yeah, I mean, just recently, you know, you posted you had your uh, you had your fucking classic five six two rap challenge. And man, I don't, I wanted to tell you how many times I sat in this garage by myself, and I wanted to put something on, but you got something that I don't, bro. Like, yeah, I guess you got the nerve to put the music out there. Like, I'm going to run out of lyrics, and that's, that's my fear. That's why I don't do it. I'm not going to put myself out there because I'm going to run out of shit to say. And if you ask me what I'm talking about, I'm going to tell you I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so I, if I say anything, I'm going to have to record it just so I can write it down. I got to, like, translate for myself. Yeah. That's the hard part about it. Ne I never run out of things to say. <laughs> yeah, I know. Most, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you know? I don't really feel you on that one. Raps for the long-winded, you know? Yeah. No, nah, that's good, though, you know? Like... Everything that, you know, everything I'm hearing, everything I've been, you know what I mean? It's like, you're rapping about some shit that, you know, it's, it's your experience. It's your experience in this life. You yeah. know, you're not out here doing it because, like, you're out there to get famous. I'm sure you want the cash. Everybody wants to get paid for the hard work they put in. But, you know, it's more about, like, just doing something. It's like a project. It's like a little, little mission that you're involved in. And you're going to push through and do what you're going to do. Because it don't matter if... If you had a million followers or a thousand followers, if they were a million followers, but only a thousand of them were real and actually really cared, only those only thousand you're gonna care about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it. Like to me, like we're gonna try to do this little show. We're trying to get this thing off the ground. And honestly, if we had a thousand people that really cared enough to say, fuck you guys, you guys are idiots. Like, hey, thanks for caring, you know? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I never made music to try to be famous. I. My main thing when I wanted to make music was just, uh, I never heard music coming out of the city where I grew up in. Like we didn't have anybody that we looked up to that made music in the area that I grew up in. So my main concern was like having a voice for the city so that, you know, people, you know, that grew up in that area would uh, be able to look up to or, you know, have some sort of inspiration, you know, that was coming out of there. But, uh, I never did it for fame, I, and, and still to this day, I'm not. The only thing I'm doing is making what I love and um, hoping that it reaches out to, you know, whether if it's one kid or two kids, I don't care who, you know, how many, but I just want to make sure that they understand that there's there's hope out there, you know, because at times when I was young, it was, it was bad, the area that I grew up in, and I just always wanted to make sure that I, my voice got you know, got to reach inside of that city so that they understood that there's some uh, hope outside of that area. You know, that's that's the reason I did it for. Yeah, that, and that's that's probably like you know, like I know that we're here, we're you know, we're chatting with you, trying to get your your perspective on like where you're at and your music. But at the same time, we we kind of all go through the same thing. Like I really don't like to say shit that's not that's not gonna be felt. Yeah. It's not something I mean. Like, even if it's just words, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like to say shit that I don't mean. Some of the jokes I say, they might be like, they might be horrible, they might be funny as hell, yeah. you know what I mean? But as far as like, yesterday we were having conversations and the 
one conversation turned into another because of your point of view on something, I'm going to change that. Not, not I'm going to change your point of view, but that's going to change maybe the way I think about who you are and what you're thinking. And like right now, like we've known each other a long time, but it doesn't mean I know your whole story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we can sit down, we're going to sit down and have this little talk and you're going to tell me some shit and I'm going to learn something new about you that your reason for doing this is just one of them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's dope that you have the balls to, you know, pursue it though. That's the thing that I like. Because I'm sure all the followers you have, I'm sure there's a lot of people that say, this guy sucks, this guy's, you know, not good. Richie. They're then, following on purpose just to say he sucks. People do that. They're called trolls. I'm sure you got a lot of trolls on there. Yeah. And it's probably hard for you not to, you know, not like individually pick them out and go after them because you'll be, you, you know, that's, that's dumb. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's pretty cool that you, you kind of had that in the background, but it kind of should like fuel you to, you know. No, I, I remember in the beginning, I would get nervous to like post things because I didn't want to get made fun of or have people like put me down. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to have them no matter what. That's how I feel. I feel like whether if it's music or, you know, making shoes or whatever, hats, clothes, you're gonna have people that are gonna hate on you no matter what. So, all I got to do is stay true to myself, and I feel like as long as I do that, I, I should be okay. I, you know, my core fans who really respect me, they'll uh, they'll ride with me through uh, whatever I go through. So, yeah. I mean, in all honesty, like I got your I got your album. You know what I mean? Not the physical copy. You know what I mean? But I got the album on my on my on my. You know, we're, we're not promoting anybody on my media player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And that just doesn't mean I'm going to be out there bumping it all the time and playing it. But you know what? I'm, I'm a fan because I know I know Edward. Yeah. And if Edward does good, I'm proud of Edward, you know, because it's somebody in my life that I've known. And any success granted to you is, hey, more power to you. God God gave you that gift and, hey, use it. Shine like a, shine like a diamond. Yeah, just don't forget to call me classic, all right? <laughs> all right, my name's... My name's Edward uh, behind these mics, all right? Was, uh... Well, I'm talking to you behind the mic, but through the mic. <laughs> but, uh, nah, I appreciate that. You know what I mean? I like, that. You know what I mean? Because, nah, yeah. like, even, like, you know, like, my homie, like, AWOL, like, we're not, like, tight, and, like, I don't talk to him all the time, you know what I mean? He makes music that I don't listen to, but, hey, he's doing his thing, and he's got his people that follow him, and yeah. he's got his merchandise, and, you know, he has his side ventures. Hey, more power to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I only wish the best for everybody. I'm not. I'm not gonna hate. Like, man, that's cool. I mean, I like. I've known this fool for a long time, and his raps are still suck. You know, yeah. like I'm not gonna ever be like that. Like, even if, even if it did, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even if it did, you know what I mean? Nah, like, you I know agree. what I mean? I will still. I'm still gonna. Hey, that's fire, bro. That's 100. You know, I'll give you props. Like, you did it. You put something out there. Somebody else didn't listen to it and have their own opinion of it. Like. Oh, this shit's this shit's hot. This shit's not. Like, I don't care. Like, hey, you still listen to it. You still got involved. You still had to, you know, whether it was a three-minute song, a minute and a half song, you listened to it and you made a judgment upon me. But your friend, there's been lots of bands I've heard coming up, right? And like, I'm gonna tell you honestly, like I heard them the first time and I was like, these fools are never gonna make it. And now they're like big time. Yeah. You start listening to their music, like, oh yeah, they're actually alright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got question here let's see like coming up and you're like when you were coming up as a kid you said you didn't have a lot of uh, there wasn't a lot of people from the city making music yeah but what what were some big uh influencers in your life at that time that you listened to that kind of helped you kind of create the music that you would eventually create 
Um, man, I listened to a whole lot. It was, uh, man, a lot of people from the East Coast, um, a lot of people from the East Coast that had an influence on me, like uh, Mob Deep, uh, Nas, you know, Jay-Z, um, Cannabis, uh, people from the West Coast. It was, uh, it was more like, uh, you know, Corrupt. Corrupt was a, a big influence for me, too, you know. Um, I mean, I didn't really get into the West Coast too much besides Corrupt and, like, Exhibit, maybe. And Exhibit was from, like, New Mexico, so I don't even know if that was, like, considered West Coast. But, yeah. you know, he came later in, in his career. When, but, you, when uh, I first heard him, I thought, a, he's he was established. A, I thought he was an East Coast artist when I first yeah, heard him. Yeah, I Exhibit? Yeah, no, sure. Exhibit has been established as, like, West Coast no, because he used to write when with you, alcoholics. When I first and, heard him speak, everyone, like, out of a speaker, I'm like, damn, this guy's sick. And then, then I found out, oh, what? He's Yeah, he's from the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at it. I mean, some people will fake it, and they make it, like Tupac. You know, that's school of Juilliard right there. Yeah, but those were my influences. I mean, you know, I, I honestly, like, my mom used to monitor my music I listened to. So, like, I wasn't even able to, like, go to, like, the store to go get CDs. I would have my brother, my older brother, to go to, like, Tower Records to go purchase CDs. And I would hide them underneath my bunk bed of my mattress, <laughs> like, at the time. So he would give me CDs, and um, he would purchase it out of his own money. And he would just buy it, like, what? who do you want to listen to? And I would tell him, like, oh, I want to listen to this person, you know, Mob Deep or this or Nas. And he'll buy the album, bring it home to me. I'd have my headphones you know with the cd player and late at night like at 10 o'clock when we had to go to sleep i'm on the bunk bed i would lift up my mattress grab my cd put it in there and just put them on and just listen to music but it was real difficult being able to just listen to what i wanted to you know when i was young but yeah I was, I, yeah and I, I mean for me like it was it was the same it was the same thing like because i grew up you know i grew up like when those when like those albums were coming out back then they were already being censored. They were like, don't let your kids listen to this stuff. So a lot of stuff you're saying that you were influenced by, you couldn't just like, you weren't just listening to it. Yeah. I just want to know like, damn, man. I keep on hearing all these, I see these lists come out and like top, top rappers, don't matter. And to me, like personally, East Coast was my thing growing up. I like East Coast rap because they were rapping and they were talking about like anything and everything. You know what I mean? Like you were talking about earlier about it could be talking about the bunk bed. It could be talking about the oven, talking about the crack dealer on the corner. Whereas like West Coast was like different. It was kind of pointed at one one direction about like, you know, like fuck the police. And you know what I mean? It had a different direction, whereas the rappers out there were doing something different. So you got more lyrics, more lyrical content. but And they dress better. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I like, I like, yeah, the, right. West Coast, I like the West Coast dress. I'm East sorry. Coast, West Coast, wearing West Coast all that leather more, and fucking uh, Chinese, Chinese West Coast uh, rhinestones. Was more like Ben Davis or like baggy pants. You know, <laughs> yeah, I like, I, I like that more. Baggy, baggy, <laughs> baggy shirts. Where East Coast was, you know, you're walk, were rocking like Timberlands. Um, you know, polos, Ralph Lauren. I just want to know where, 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 hey, where is Guru in that conversation? Nobody ever says they're influenced by Guru. I was, I wasn't, I wasn't a big, you know, gangstar fan. No, gangstar was didn't like his, his lyrical content or. No, I wasn't. I just, I just felt like I felt like Premier's beats were just too identical at times. Like I felt like, I don't know. 
It was, was like a brand. My, it was a brand. It's not. It's that. not that I didn't like them. It's just like I don't know what it was, but I just I felt like every time I heard them, it sounded pretty similar. I don't know. I'm not saying that they're a whack or anything. I just <laughs> I just didn't hey, listen okay, to them. It's okay, bro. It's okay. You can say it. He's dead. Nah, nah, no, no, no. Not okay. Nah, Too that's soon? disrespectful. No, yeah, I do there's that. gonna be some trouble here yeah. if you keep saying that because hey, I'm a big no gangstar fan. Other than the trouble that God permits. All right. So a follow-up question to that would be. How the music that influenced you back then versus the new influence, the new influences today, as far as like in the hip hop industry goes, like do those two? Because I'm pretty sure that you know hip hop has changed from back, you know, when when we were all younger. Of course, it changes all the time. You know, it changes yeah, every yeah. generation. So it's like, how is that? Those two musics, those conflicting you? Like you're coming up right now, and you have all these new influences out there that are, you know, making it or what they conceive to be making it, you know, like, how does that play into your style? Does that com- Do you combine those two, try to combine those two? Um, man, like, I would have to say, like, I didn't, I didn't want to get involved with the new style, you know, that was going on. I felt like it was, uh, you know, like everybody says, it's just like a, a phase that was going on, and you kind of don't want to just follow the wave, you know? You kind of want to stay in your own lane, but at the same time, you do got to evolve, you know, and if you stay in the same lane over and over and over, it's just uh, you you're going to you're going to be now nah, you're going to just become uh, more stagnant and everybody's going to just look at you like you're not growing as an artist. So I have messed with like new producers and new rappers than I used to like back in the day. I started reaching out and just like, I guess, like just trying to reach other other boundaries and levels of hip hop like trying to get a different feel but yeah i have tried to i mean as for like some trap beats i haven't really messed with too much but a club banger i don't think i got that yet but i mean hopefully you know soon hopefully soon i'll like open up to something like that but as for now not kind of stay in my own lane though right because if it's gonna if it's gonna hit it's gonna hit right you're gonna put some lyrics together and they're gonna they're gonna roll on the beat and on the cadence of the beat you know what I mean? Whether it's the bass or whether it's the drum, something, something in the beat, right? So like, yeah, like you're saying, like you were having like fuck with no trap beats, but someone could like listen to your stuff and put a trap beat behind it, and you'd be like, oh, that sounds alright, you know? You never know because if you take the lyrics off of some of these tracks now and you put them on like a, let's say like a real hip hop beat, they will never hit, you know? Because yeah. the, the, just their cadence is gonna be off, their their rhythm and their timing will, it's not gonna, be, it's not gonna be organic as to what like. Cause it's what the people are listening to today. Yeah. Like, it's funny because like you hear some of the tracks on these like these bass beats that they got out now. And it reminds me of growing up as a kid, going to like, like I don't know, man, going to parks and going to like grocery store parking lots, and everybody's got their trunks open with these big old subs, and everybody's doing bass contests, and like it kind of takes me back there. So some of the beats are actually pretty cool, you know. Yeah, yeah. I like I like to be able to feel the bass when I hear it, you know. So when it, when you hear a track, you're just like, when it hits, it hits. Then you have to listen to the lyrics to decide whether you're going to listen to it again. Never really felt that when I went to a parking lot, but... <laughs> um, that's good, though, but... Uh, I know no, I know you started rapping, and then you, you had a group, and then you kind of disbanded the group, and then you kind of took, like, a hiatus. Do you think that if you would have kept rapping on your own, you think you would be more, like, you know... Not more advanced, but 
maybe more long in your rap career? Like if I wouldn't have went with the group, you're saying? No, no, or? like after the, the group that you were with disbanded uh-huh. and you, like if, did you stay, all right, well, I'm going to just go rock it on my own and just keep rocking it. Do you think it would be, you think you'd be at a different spot right now? Uh, More followers, I would say, because but when you guys were when you guys were in that in the band, there was no such thing as you know Instagram or Facebook, yeah. and I think if you, for my personal point of view, I think if you would have kept going and then you would have caught on to Instagram and Facebook, I think you would have been had a bigger following and would have been bigger. Yeah, now yeah, I think I could have. I just I felt like when we got into that that whole split up with the group. Um, I felt like I did I couldn't do it without them like you know because that's all I knew I was like oh I'm, I'm in a group and now we're split up so I, I can't rap no more yeah but uh you know it took me a good three years which yeah that did have like a I feel like it had a big bump in the road for me because everybody was getting updated off of social media and I was like behind you know I was I was on myspace when everybody was on Instagram so <laughs> but maybe that know. was what you needed like Maybe you need, like in those three years, you grew as an artist, you grew as a writer, and you were able to get those skills back or reacquire them or strengthen them and then able to come out hot. Yeah. I mean. I mean, because you're probably still writing in those three years, right? No, I wasn't. I, I actually took like a three year break and I wasn't doing anything. I was, I was literally just like, I gave up on rap. I was like, all right, I'm done. Like, everybody's done, I'm done. So, you know, and I. I lost uh, inspiration because, you know, those are the people that you look to, the people in your group, when they're writing, they write a dope rhyme, you're like, you get motivated to write something. And when you hit them up and they're like, nah, you know what, fuck the group and fuck music and fuck rap, it's like, who am I looking towards, you know, like to have any sort of motivation. It was just me listening to music, but like, man, I, I, I had no motivation to do anything. Well, so. that, that leads it like into, right into the next question, which is, I mean, there's only a couple more questions we got here, but I mean, I'm sure we're limited on time, but if we weren't, I'm sure we could be here all night talking about music and all that good genre stuff. Yeah. But uh, so the next question is, now that you don't have the group, you're doing your own thing, you're out there, you know, you're, you're making music, you're doing, you're writing music, you know, you're posting videos. I see you in the media all the time. So it's like. Where does the majority of your inspiration come from now? You know, uh, my, my motivation nowadays is just uh, when I when I came across uh, some of these rappers that were making money off of streaming and how easy it was and how accessible it is to, like, make money off of your music. I mean, let's be honest. There were a lot of, there was a lot of whack people out there that were rapping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. And it, it just motivated me. I was like, man, it's that easy. All you have to do is just hit, like, a couple buttons and get your music up and you get paid for it. I never knew any of that, so. There's a lot of shit like that now. Yeah, so now, Yeah, like, and that kind of leads me back to my question I asked you earlier, because, you know, like, with the media now, like, media services, it doesn't have to be, like, media where people are, like, on the TV. I'm saying, like, just, like, social media. Like, you, you got your, you got your videos posted and all that. That creates, uh, like, a, like, a, an air, like, a platform for people to see it. Whereas before, like, you're saying when you are a kid, when you had your group, like, you know, Richie was saying... It wasn't like you could just post it like that to it to be instant, you know, like yeah. it helps, you know what I mean? And no, it sometimes does. the second, you know, the second coming, you know, or like the rebirth of like your career. Cause I, I trip out on that because I know what you're saying. Like for like those three years, like, you know, we, we hang out, we kick it. 
And you were just like, eh, whatever. Like that was yeah. that was the past. And then all of a sudden, boom, you jumped on, and it's like the fires got started because you had the inspiration. Yeah. And where that inspiration came from, I mean, you could share that with us, or you know, what I mean, but you could see that there was a new there was a new fire lit up and lit up in you because then you seen that. I think a lot of people were just hitting me up and they were just like, man, like, did you quit or what's going on? We need some music in the city like we have nobody to listen to. And, you know, there's a lot of youngsters that are in the area that just they don't listen to anybody besides us. You know, when we we're making music as a group. So when I would go into the city and they'd be like, what's going on? Like, how can we not make music? It, you know, it kept hitting me like over and over, like I need to do something, you know, sooner or later. And, uh, you know, one day I just came across a came across a beat that a homie made for me this dude Treb and once he made this beat and shot it to me it just got me on a whole different tip and that's what sparked it up but yeah just a lot of people hitting me up over and over like to do music again it, it motivated me I mean yeah now, and you know what I can say me personally I'm glad you did because you know what I mean you got you got your inspiration you got your you got your lyrics and you you could tell you got like some passion behind it. You're not just doing it because fuck, why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. You're doing it because this is something that inspires you. It's something that's making you want to do it. It's something I love. Yeah, something you love. So you, that's why you're doing it. Whereas a lot of it, you see people that are learning how to just go, hit a couple buttons and I can stream my shit. And now I just want to be famous. My shit doesn't have to hit. I just want to be famous. Whereas you're like, no, I want my shit to hit. I don't care if you think, I don't care what you think about it. Cause the people that are listening to me and the people that are expecting me to represent that's what they want to hear and I'm giving them what they're looking for, yeah. you know, as opposed to, and which I'm not saying, but you know what I mean? Like that sound is your sound. Yeah. So it's not like you're changing your sound to make a sound that somebody else wants to hear, yeah. but those around you and your friends and the, you know, the neighborhood around you, they're listening to it. And if they're liking what they're listening to, then that's all that matters because when it comes down to it, who remembers you is only the people that remember you. I mean, I'm still trying to make music that I like. I don't always just necessarily make music just for, you know, this area or that. I mean, you know, I got a song about my daughter. I don't think a lot of people in the hood can relate to that. You know, people that don't have kids. I mean, I am I make whatever I feel. I mean, but at the same time, my music does still go back to my roots of where I came from and what I seen when I was growing up. And just, you know, I just feel like the city needs some hope over there and that's that's uh that's something that motivates me every every time i write that's what i think about when i do write when i make any music i got a quick question um watching your video how did you get into dodger stadium by yourself like that um man uh this you guy can't, you can't tell us is it like a hidden no yeah this guy this guy <laughs> <Thanks>. that <laughs> this guy this guy that shot my video he uh knew somebody that uh worked over there and asked him if we could get in for just for a 15 minute shot so uh yeah he hit up he hit up somebody that he knew and i don't want to give up the guy's name because yeah, yeah, he might yeah, lose yeah, his job sure. but um i might know him too. yeah we <laughs> we got in um we got in over there at and uh, we only shot for like maybe 10 minutes and we got out of there, but yeah, it was yeah, because was, of that. Yeah, those are cool shots though. Yeah, thanks man. That w I wish it was my idea, but no. Nah, <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? Like those, those kind of shots, like for the people, like let's say it gets out and it's like internet, not, not, I'm gonna say international, national, right? So people in New York are playing classic 5 2 videos, right? Yeah. And they're seeing these, these spots in LA 
Whereas like the people in LA, when they see the videos, they're like, oh, I know where that's at. I know where that's at. Whereas the people over there, they're like, oh man, that's LA. You know, it's still representing. It's still like, you know, like when you're yeah. up on that, when you're on that bridge, you know, like I know exactly where that's at, you know, so for the I people- I was scared as shit on that bridge. Why? Because yeah. <laughs> I was sitting on the fucking bridge. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you saw the video, but I wasn't. Yeah, don't if, you, do if, you, it. if you look at my right foot, my right foot's tugged in onto a to the bridge, and like, oh, yeah, I was shaking up there, man. I was, I felt like I was in a fall. Hey, you know what? You came out strong, bro. I didn't, I didn't see the fear. Yeah, if you look, if you look at my foot, you'll see how how scared I look. Yeah, yeah it's a good, you're good uh, acting. I like that. Yeah, yeah it's good. <laughs> representing all facets <laughs> of the media. <laughs> yeah. All right, and I uh, got a question from a caller. What makes you think you can beat Brian? Yeah, I read it right. Should we have a freestyle ba- battle right now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're talking about Brian who? The guy next to me? Yeah, I think so. I think he was the caller. Oh. Um, He's, you a know caller? I don't. <laughs> He's a caller? He's a caller. He hey. called me on my on my hey, cell phone. If, you, if you're gonna pose the question like that, you're like, hold on, we got a call from Cincinnati. Like, <laughs> I, I used I used to battle back in the day, but I quit. <laughs> I, quit. <laughs> I quit. I quit. Um. Nah, yeah. Nah, but, hey, you know what? It's and that's that's probably the, that's a fun thing for me. Like, what well, we're sitting here, we're having this little conversation, and I do. I remember back in the days. I remember back in the days, like you know what I mean, like. This guy was it. He was he was like oh, he wanted to go at me, and I was like, "Why? I'm not a rapper." <laughs> but if you make me, and then he would have good comebacks, and I would walk away from him. I'm like, "No, nah, this guy's gonna say some shit better than me. I'm gonna walk away and go get another beer." He's practicing, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't just, remember ever happening. I don't remember. <laughs> I, remember uh, I don't remember that. I, I don't remember a rap that. I have of Richie doing a freestyle. No, and did I the play that? For that now. Yo, peace to ODB, R.I.P. You know how I do? I come through with the streets. I'll take your crew, drink your brew. I'll chill on your avenue all day. You know how I slay. Yo, Mikey, give me the AK from your safe. Let me kill everyone. Don't give a fuck. I do this for fun. Yeah, all the time. Yo, just sitting here drinking some beers with my peers. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, a rapper? All right, so ra- wrapping it up. Classic. Five years from now, where you at? Um, five years from now, uh, at RTI. Uh, <laughs> do- <laughs> hey, nah, no, matter, uh, no matter what time, it's the right time. <laughs> nah. Um, five years from now, hopefully, um, still involved in music somehow. I I don't want to be rapping five years from now. Like I. I've already, I felt like I've already made a lot of music that, that can, um, that people couldn't like look back and be like, dang, he has a big catalog. Like whether it feels in my group, that album two I already put out two mixtapes, two albums solo, you know? So I have a good catalog, but I mean, I don't want to be make like writing anymore. You know, I'm, I want to be involved in music somehow but i just don't know what so would you would um, you not rather like be involved in as far as like the writing aspect as a, yeah. as a that way you know it's Joe silent Strider. money you know what i mean yeah. so like somebody younger younger generation you're writing their raps and they might think it's irrelevant but it's still popping you know what i mean i, I that's just, the only thing i would say would be the hard part is yeah. like how, giving your giving your lyrics to someone who doesn't believe in them and then they're, they're making money off it yeah you're gonna make money off it but at the same time you're like nah i don't want like 
I don't want this guy rapping on my shit. Yeah, I just wouldn't want like to be discrediting that artist, like being a ghostwriter where they're having to be like looked down upon. Like this guy doesn't even write his own lyrics. Like he's getting it from this guy, but. I don't think um, I, I would love to like, you know, mold the new generation, you know, help them out to like go where like nobody didn't teach us. Like I, nobody taught me how to stream my music. Like besides the new people that I've met through the music industry, they showed me not homies that were around in the neighborhood. Yeah, you know, if they no, knew then they would be telling knew. you already. Well, hopefully, <laughs> really, I mean, yeah, you know, <laughs> hopefully that's what I'm saying. Like, um. I would love to do that for the next generation. I always hit up the younger generation that's making music in the city and be like, "Hey, you guys need anything? Like, I'll help you out. You know, I'll put your, their, I'll help them with their music to get. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. On all music platforms or YouTube, whatever. But I do want to have some sort of like, I guess, fingerprint on something with music. But I just don't know what. Um, but I definitely not gonna be making music. I. I hope not, because I don't want to be 50 years old making music. No, I'm not 45, but... Like, what's that? Yeah, what's that? Yeah. Fuck it, you know what I mean? Like Eric, Eric <laughs> nah. Sermon in Too Short? Nah, man. I, I I won't be doing that, definitely. Hopefully not. <laughs> All right, boys. Wrapping it up. Classic, I want to thank you for joining us. Thank you for being our first guest. Uh, thank you for having me, though. I appreciate it. All you guys. Hey, you know what? Honestly, I'm going to tell you, hey, I appreciate you you're jumping on the mic. You spitting some uh, some of your history, your experience, your knowledge. All right, guys, so that's gold, and we're out of here. Peace. Oh, yeah. All right, we out.